0: Hello, everybody. It's Dave Neal, stand-up comic and host of Bachelor Nation News. May 15th, 2023. It's a Monday. Let's get into this episode of the podcast. We've got all of your entertainment news in one place for your afternoon ride home. Don't you want to have fun? It's Monday. That doesn't mean we can't have fun on Bachelor Rush Hour. Let's go. Yeah, this baby said that they don't got a future. Future like that. It burns. And I'll tell you who had fun this weekend, Colton Underwood. That's right. He got married. Look, we got the whole story on the YouTube if you want the controversy surrounding Colton, why it's, uh, you know, a big deal. It's the first, uh, of course, uh, I guess, well, I wouldn't say the first queer wedding in the Bachelor world, is it? No, I'd have to go back and go through the archives, and I just don't have time for that. Either way, People Magazine has the full story. Colton Underwood marries Jordan C. Brown, not to be confused with Jordan Brown, in Napa Valley. I've never been more sure of something he says. Um, and of course, Chris Harrison posted that he was there. Olivia Wilde was is a real who's who of people that went. Um, we read the story on YouTube. You can go check out the videos there. I'm not going to get too far into it right now. I myself had a busy weekend, took my lovely wife on a birthday weekend for a cruise, but I didn't let her know beforehand we were going on a cruise. Here's the reveal. Half an hour, and again, some people saw this on social media and they were like, oh my gosh, how could you surprise her? How would she know what to pack? Could you imagine? Um, uh, but here is me surprising her 30, 30 minutes or so before we left about what we were doing. She thought we were going in a hot air balloon, which of course, this is the exact opposite. Okay, it's time to tell Tasha what we're doing for her birthday weekend. Are you ready? Should we rip off the band-aid? We're leaving in 30 minutes. On Sunday, we're doing a little wine tasting in Ensenada. Okay. Which means we're jumping on a boat. We got to go boat to Ensenada. Boat? We are taking a Royal Caribbean cruise.
1: Shut up.
0: I know you wouldn't like this.
2: this. Are you serious? We're
0: going. Get any meds you need, baby. We're going on a cruise, there's a casino, there's rock climbing, Uh, we're gonna go dancing, and we're gonna go sunbathing. There's an adult only area, don't worry. There won't be too many people. You ready to go? Yeah. All right, we gotta get on board. <laughs> All right, so I'm actually surprised. This isn't a sponsored post or anything, folks. I'm a, I was I was pleasantly happy. I, I had about a ninety percent chance that this would be a success. I, you know, my worst case scenario was we get on the cruise and it's bad water and she vomits the whole weekend. But other than light nausea, I mean, we enjoyed free ice cream. This really should be a sponsorship. We should get them to sponsor us, Royal Caribbean. Uh, but uh, you know, because we live in Los Angeles, it's just a thirty minute Uber ride. You know, you spend forty bucks, you get in an Uber, you jump over to. Long Beach where they got the cruise, you jump right on the cruise. Immediately, you're partying. You're having fun. They got a welcome DJ, multiple pools. My only gripe was that it was a little cold on the day we traveled from Los Angeles to Ensenada because Ensenada, Mexico, it's it's really, really close in Southern California. It's right on the peninsula, right? Uh, but you know, you take the boat there and you don't have to worry about driving or transportation or whatever. You're just floating in a, some might call it a cesspool <laughs> But it got so cold that every single bro in every bachelor party that was on the cruise and child, everyone ended up being in the same ten foot wide, uh, you know, hot tub, which sounds like a nightmare. And to some, it is. But if you go, if you know when it's the off peak time, you can use the hot tub. And there was a fitness center. We walked through it. That's the most I can say about that. Didn't really see the fitness center. Some comedy, ventriloquists, showgirls, the whole deal. Didn't gamble at all. The only gamble we did was, uh, you know, wondering if we were going to have uh, any bowel issues with all the food we ate but we turned out okay folks we made it back so from noon on Friday, I think we made it back by 9 a.m. on Monday. Just a nice, quick three-nighter. Ensenada was fun. We uh, we we actually traveled to the cantina that claims to ma- have the first ever margarita. So we had the original margarita, which was delightful. But of course, food and beverage and everything was just a fun time. We upgraded to the st- we upgraded staterooms to a nice balcony. Which I tell you what, as uh, the uh, to get a balcony on a cruise ship, that's like being in the gated community that's like having a nice four bedroom 2500 square foot home with a pool in the backyard the, the and I'm not kidding not to be graphic for Ollie I don't know how much you care about this but we actually were both able to fit in the shower together you know you know you know me green environmental Dave trying to conserve water we could both fit into the shower but not if we wanted to wash our ankles so just to give you a you know just to give you a description of how it was it was it was tight but the uh, the water pressure was great the beds were really comfortable we loved everything about it. There's something nice about turning your brain off when it comes to not wondering what you're going to be doing for food or you know cleaning or whatever. Just we were on the floating ship. We had a good time and we are back. I'm going to share with you some Bachelor content. I've got our featured video of the day of the audio only I'm sharing with you, which is going to be Susie Evans and Clayton Eckerd getting back together. No, not getting back together in a sort of a romantic way, but they spent the weekend together there for an influencer trip. We'll discuss that and more, but first a quick word from our sponsor. We've got Microdose again this week. Uh we got to love Hey listen guys, anyone that's sponsoring my channel, you got to give some credit to because it helps us really invest time and energy into the podcast. And today's Bachelor Rush Hour podcast is sponsored by Microdose Gummies, an incredible entry level dose of THC that helps you feel just the right amount of good. Microdosing helps curb my anxiety and keeps my creative mind feeling relaxed all day long. Baby, you know the schedule. Content in the morning, stand up at night. The last thing I need is a poor night's sleep. Not on my watch. I uh, Have my word for it, folks. Tonight, I will be melting into my memory foam mattress with a nice microdose of uh, Indica. They've got Indica, Sativa, hybrids. If you don't know what it is, they explain it out there for you. Just different types. that will give you a different body high versus head high, that type of thing. And it's microdosing. So it's only a couple milligrams. It's nothing heavy. It's not going to knock you too deep it's just going to be enough to chill you out microdose is available nationwide and to learn more about microdosing thc go to microdose.com use code rush hour to get free shipping and 30 percent off your first order links can be found in the show description again microdose.com code rush hour hour and all right let's get into the next segment here i'm going to be discussing what reality steve had to say about my conversation with katie thurston so this is very meta i'm going to listen to reality steve who listened to me talk to katie thurston
2: well, did you check out katie thurston on dave Neal's ride along i don't know what he's calling it um it's just he's getting people in his car and driving around los angeles driving with dave asking them questions i was the first guest you sure were. A few weeks ago when I was back in L.A. in March. And then Susie Evans was a couple weeks ago. And then Katie was this past weekend. And good stuff. I thought the most interesting thing that Katie said. And look, (laughs) Katie really likes to. Look, Katie didn't have the greatest experience as the Bachelorette. Number one, she got screwed because of COVID. And she got stuck at a resort in Albuquerque, New Mexico, for her whole season. That does suck. Also, right after that, they went into Bachelor in Paradise, or not in Bachelor in Paradise. Um, Michelle season that year as well. So, um, she also got a you know she got a lot of a flack because she finished eleventh on Matt James' season. People were already questioning why she was uh, the Bachelorette to begin with. Whatever the case may be. I one of the Dave asked her a question towards the end, where it was almost like you know, what is your advice for future bachelorettes? And you could tell Katie was biting her tongue, and it wasn't to say like don't do it, but it was like, understand that. Her answer was, just know some things are out of your control, and she also said, you always hear that phrase, you just got to trust the process, but as Katie described, trust the process while the show makes it seem, because I've heard that in the past out of Chris Harrison, out of, you hear it out of Jesse Palmer, you'll hear it out of former contestants, former leads who say trust the process. Katie basically threw it out there and said, look, trust the process isn't like, you know what, I got to embrace all the things and things could go well for me. Trust the process in terms of Katie's definition of it was, You basically have to understand that producers are controlling everything, and trusting the process means trusting them and putting certain things in their hands that you really have no control over. And she she essentially said in so many words, just because you're the lead, you basically have no control over anything. Trusting the process means listening to producers. I thought that was a great, great answer. I know she would probably want to go into more detail if she could, um, but... I heard it. I knew exactly what she was saying. But this is, I mean, what she is saying is nothing that multiple people, including myself, haven't said for years. There's nothing real about this show. It is highly, highly produced, even if you are the lead. It's just great to hear it from someone who was a lead. And she can't, you know how they have the contract that says, oh, you're bound to us for a year. I don't know if anyone really understands this, but while you do have a contract that says you're bound to them for a year from the time your finale airs, technically it is a lifetime contract.
0: Just like Scientology.
2: All right. So, but a very, very interesting. You can go check
0: out Reality Steve's podcast. That was his morning podcast today, May fifteenth, twenty twenty three, where he discusses this. And it, you know, it's so nice, especially during barrel scraping season, to just bounce content off of each other. <laughs> Reality Steve and me and everyone else who's just making content because there isn't too much to talk about. But yeah, my interview with Katie aired on Friday. It did really well. It was our most downloaded episode. So this might be your first episode listening to me since that interview. And uh, my goal with the podcast. And by the way, I just reached out to Rachel um, Kirk Connell and uh, to be a guest on driving with Dave. Uh, He is, uh, excuse me. She is um, one of my favorites to come from the show. I, I love so much about what she's done on social media and her conversation and every all the ways in which she has discussed a lot of the issues she has faced and the hurdles she has overcome. But unfortunately, she'll be out of the country the dates that I'll be in New York City. It was my goal to maybe interview her and do a couple blocks around the park in New York City, um, do a walking with Dave. So we'll have some more of those. When I'm in New York, hopefully I'll get some of those. I'll be in Nashville in a few weeks. Maybe I'll get a driving with Dave while I'm in Nashville. We'll have to see how that turns out. Wouldn't that be amazing to get a Nashville... Nashville, a uh, bachelor alumni. There's only a couple out there, Caitlin Bristow. And um, who's the other one there? Uh, Victoria. Um, uh, what's her face? Uh, I'm, I'm literally drawing a blank fuller, but uh, I can't imagine she would want to do it. Hey, maybe. Who knows? I'll ask her. Who knows? Either way, um, it's a, a pleasure to have these conversations. I'm just trying to humanize these folks. I'm just trying to humanize them and have conversations that they might not be getting asked on these short Zoom-style interviews. I'm trying to be a friend. That would talk to somebody the way I would talk to uh you know my own folks my own people uh, people in my life and that doesn't always revolve around the the tea what were you thinking what was the, the the most dramatic moment it's like okay well if that comes up in the conversation sure but if it doesn't that's fine too so we'll have a lot more of those out there and it's and it's to be quite honest it's a It's good that I've got the podcast now, Bachelor Rush Hour, because I am able to have these um, more flexible creative outlets that I might not see normally in the type of day to day YouTube content I make. So I appreciate all of you for being a part of that. I will tell you, I I I teased this on today's YouTube video, um, but I will tell you uh, right after this break, who will be the next guest on Driving with Dave. So I don't have this confirmed yet, but I am going to let you guys in on the booking process. I, I want to do this interview, Driving with Dave, and the guest has personally reached out and wants to do the interview. We just don't have a date locked in, but it might be this week. My next guest will be Demi. That's right, Demi, one of the most interesting contestants from all of Bachelor, the series. I truly mean that. She comes from a home where her mom was in prison and recently released. She uh, overcame her alcoholism. And um, got sober, and in that process, and I mean, got sober to the point where she had alcohol withdrawals that led to a seizure, which took her to the hospital. And of course, you guys know I've done her podcast in the past. She's a she's a I'll say volatile in the best way, where she'll give you her full opinion. She's unapologetic. It's everything I appreciate in humans. And um, in overcoming and in, in, in realizing she masked a lot of her issues with alcohol, she uh, has been very vocal about um, her. Um, um, uh, autism diagnosis. So I'd love to talk to her about these different things going on. And also, you know, just over the struggles of dealing with maybe a social media audience that is no longer monetized the way it might have been in the past. And, you know, all those things. That's the type of conversation I'm looking to have with Demi. And I can't wait to um, to drive around the block with her. I think you guys are going to find it absolutely fantastic. Uh, excuse me, fantastic. I th- And I'm saying this all without even having done the interview yet. I think you're going to really appreciate who she is. And I think a lot of you, I think a lot of people in Bachelor Nation would go, oh, she's too controversial or she's this or she's that. I'm telling you right now, I talk to a lot of people. I travel around a lot. And she is someone on my radar that I'm most interested to Continue talking to. She's a friend, and um, she's been nothing but kind. And those types of folks in Bachelor Nation are ones that we like to support. All right, well, let's get into it. Our clip of the day is a very playful one. It's kind of all over the place, but you know, I just like I said, I just got back from the cruise. I was going to try to make some content while I was on the cruise, but the internet was atrocious, which I understand. Look, I get it. So I'm glad I was able to really unwind over the weekend. But uh, I have to go on a serious cleanse. I'm going to have to go buy some fruits and, and um, some vegetables and do a nice a bunch of um, uh, juices. I need. I need celery. I need celery and cucumber juice. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm not kidding. I mean, I ate every, I, I did not turn down one bread roll in the basket, folks. I mean, I came for it. Danishes, everything. It was a real, it was a real tour de force of a weekend for me. I'm surprised the boat floated by the time I was done. There I was, old bloated Dave. Okay. But anyway, so looking forward myself to um, sweating it out a little bit. Hey, that's what we live for, right? Uh, work hard, play hard. Anyway, speaking of working hard and playing. Hard Clayton Eckard and he's having the glow-up of the century. And here is his uh TikTok. And again, some of this might not make perfect sense to you. I try my best to to talk through it, but you know, some of those lip-syncing and visual aspects of it might not make sense. But I think overall you're gonna enjoy this clip. Have a listen. We've got a Susie and Clayton reunion here's Susie's get ready with me grwm for those that are out of touch means get ready with me it's where you kind of dabble on some makeup while you share some info I don't know I don't get it let's listen oh we got the audio off let's listen to that and she says in her she says in her subject get ready with me to see my ex he told me I have to ask for permission to film him now
1: Be with me to see my ex <laughs> Just kidding, kind of. I mean, we are going to see Clayton, but, like, it's fine. And I'm hungover, so. That's Celsius, not alcohol. Back on. Day. Not as I do.
0: All right, so she's putting her makeup on. Not really much going on here, but of course, funny that, she, uh, that Clayton had set a boundary that says she has to ask permission to film him. I'm sure that was half kidding, but also it's like, yeah, Clayton, do you. You guys broke up. She can't just monetize you for no reason. That's my job, Clayton. I get to monetize you guys for no reason. Either way, here it is. Here's from Susie Was Like on TikTok, Susie Evans. The title says, when you both get booked on an influencer trip and remember what it was like when you were dating. And hold on again. We're having some issues here. One second. And then it says Clayton Eckert, me realizing how toxic I am for making you do this and thinking it's funny.
1: Is it because you're just really insecure? I am not insecure. Needy. All right, so
0: it's just uh, lip syncing. Okay, I, I'm, I'm too old. I don't understand it, but there it is. It's fun because they used to date Susie and Clayton right there. Clayton has responded, though, and, of course, he's getting really good at this game. Here's a video of Clayton says just hanging around. What are you doing? What? What are you doing? And, of course, it is a video of Clayton accidentally or subtly placing his hand on Susie's Uh, lower thigh, upper knee area, a quad, you know, her quad quads up for the boys. Now, Clayton is receiving a lot of love from the internet community for his thighs. As they come out to play here, he's getting what some are calling a glow up. Someone said Clayton is kind of hot. hundred percent would hit. And then others said, came here to say the same thing. Um, Uh, Clayton's glow-up post-show cannot be matched. I was not into him at all, but now he's super hot and also seems really kind. I wish production wasn't so awful to him. Yeah, Clayton seems pretty kind. He's having fun with the uh, sort of exes in his life. Here he was cozying up with Rachel Recchia for some content that they made, which, of course, took the internet by storm. And by took the internet by storm, I mean, eh, you clicked, you watched. Maybe I kept you interested in it with some slight banter because let me tell you something it's barrel scraping I mean I am in the barrel it's dry I already scraped it from last season we didn't have much of a rollover so they're just I mean it's feast or famine right now folks and we are hungry all right but we won't use anyone for collateral damage not on my watch so here's a clip of me with suzy discussing their biggest drama this is from our hit episode of driving with dave episode two Uh, of course episode three is out now if you want to check that out with katie thurston but here is Susie explaining what it was like to find out that, of course, Clayton was being accused of cheating on her. I was actually at, it was a beach day. It was a beach day about a year ago. I don't know the date uh-huh. when I w- saw a TikTok. I was on the beach getting my tan on and I saw a TikTok that mm-hmm. said Clayton cheated on you oh with somebody. Gosh. That's where I was. Yep. And I was like, do I make a story about it now? It's <laughs> windy. I don't have good cell phone reception. Yeah. And it became a wild thing. Yeah. You were working.
1: I was working a wedding. How did you, did someone tell
0: you or did your phone just blow up?
1: My phone was blowing up. I was in Santinez, California. He was in Arizona and I was, I just finished filming a wedding, uh, no, the ceremony. My phone's blowing up. I get a text from Clayton. He's like, hey, super weird. Like this girl's claiming that I cheated with her last night. I didn't have time to look at the details. So I didn't see that she said it was in New York.
0: So at that point, it's a he said, she said for you.
1: Totally, and I like didn't know Clayton that well. in all honesty, he was about to move into my apartment, and I was I was kind of against moving into my apartment, but he was adamant. He was like, "No, we need to live together." I was like, "Okay, crazy."
0: Um, <laughs> so I, what what was the percentage of trust? Because you already said you've had some trust issues. Yeah. So what percentage did you believe him?
1: I believed him. I would say ninety five percent. Like the, when I got the text, and then I got her message, I was like, shit. And I texted him and I was like, honestly, I'm not going to roast you. I'm not going to out you. But it's- <laughs> Isn't the best?
0: I'm not going to roast you. And we will be back right after a quick word from our sponsors. Uh, Susie will roast you. So anyway, of course, if you haven't already, if you're one of the rare people who somehow missed the radar of that interview, it's, I think the most, um, the, the, the greatest explanation we've gotten from Susie about, uh, her relationship with Clayton. And my goal for these interviews, if you haven't checked them out yet, is to humanize some people that we might just see as fodder for our own consumption, for our own tea. And they're real people with real stories. They lived good lives before The Bachelor, and they'll live good lives after The Bachelor. So episode one was reality, Steve. Episode two, Susie Evans. Episode three was Katie Thurston. Who will be episode four? I know who it's going to be, and I'm about to tell Patreon. So if you want to know, go over there and see the behind the scenes of how it all goes down. So we had Clayton here with his glasses on, studying. uh, Susie right there, very studious. And uh, good job, Clayton, from Game of Roses pod. Let's just, you know, take a second to appreciate Clayton in some of the clips he's been sharing about his mental health journey.
3: So many individuals that I've found that have made it in life or like had that pivotal moment, there's a word that's often used. If you find yourself feeling this way and you use that term and that's the way you describe yourself, you're right where you need to be to make a massive life change. They say, I got to a place where I felt that I was broken. And that's when I decided to create a change. If you're feeling broken, that's actually a good place to be. It doesn't feel like it at the time.
0: Congrats, Bachelor Nation. You broke Clayton. I hope you feel good about it.
3: It's your ego that's more than likely broken, which means that you're more willing to try to find a way to fix yourself. You're like, I will look to see if there are other options out there. Did you ever mm-hmm. feel like that? Did you ever use that word? Did it ever pop in your head? Many times yeah. i felt that. And there's still times where I'll temporarily feel that. I don't think that you get to a place where you feel complete or whole. I think it's a daily act. It's just about putting one foot in front of the other. So-
0: Love it or Elizabeth. So there's Clayton on Austin back's ba- ba- Austin Zabak's podcast. I'm not familiar with him, but just discussing his his mental health journey. I'm going to share one more clip. Look, we can have all the fun we want when it comes to TikToks with Susie and, uh, you know, their relationship and how it ended. By the way, he's got such, he, he's got a great hoodie there, but his muscles are just so big. I mean, boy, Clayton, you know, you and I should talk about how tough it is to have big muscles, right? Okay, uh, I'm just kidding. Um, either way, here he is again. He said, if you are someone that overthinks, then this message that recently changed my life may change yours as well. And if you truly choose to believe this saying, then you find yourself spending less time in your head, second-guessing yourself, and more time being present and Authentically You. Here's what he had to say on the same podcast.
3: Stranger the day before, like three hours into talking about mental health, I said, man, I go, you know the biggest thing I struggle with? I overthink everything. And I sometimes just care too much about what people think. And he goes, here's something to help me. You'll never say the wrong thing to the right person. You'll never say the right thing to the wrong person. Think about it when you text a girl that you like. Do you ever just stare at the phone, you start typing something out, and you go, no, nah, I need to delete it. You type something like four or five things out, and then you finally send something that you Think that they want to hear, and then they don't respond back, or they ghost you, and you're just like, I should have just sent the first thing, because the first thing is the authentic thing. Just be yourself, man, and just send the first thing, because to the right person, you can never say the wrong thing. And if you do say the wrong thing, the right person's gonna say like, What do you mean by that? Or they're gonna say, Hey, man, I didn't really like that you said that. Like, this is how I took this. And you're like, Oh no, 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 I didn't mean it that way. But to the wrong person, no matter what you say, it's gonna be wrong. This guy was. Very interesting,
0: very good way to put it. Yeah, it's all about detachment, you know, detaching yourself from the outcome. I learned this a lot with stand-up comedy. And again, we're kind of shifting the conversation to mental health right here from a very... You know, um, irreverent conversation about Susie and Clayton breaking up or, you know, getting back together to make TikToks. But this idea that we're, you know, perfection is the enemy of good. And it actually works against you. It works against you in the dating world. The idea that you just like wait to curate the best responses. So, no, go with your intuition. Go off the cuff. Now, don't be an a hole, but don't overthink things. Trust your intuition. And that can be tough because everything on social media is curated, there isn't much trusting your intuition. Should I tweet this? Should I tag that? Should I use this filter? It's just nonstop questioning ourselves when we should live in a world where we just trust that we've got all the tools to make all the decisions. And that goes for the dating world or being in a job interview. It goes for just becoming your authentic self and stripping away who you think others want you to be and being the best version of who you can be. If you become the best version of who you can be, you'll be undeniable, so good for Clayton to learn these things. Um, I have to say, I mean, he's, he's got it. I don't want to, you know, it's hard to compare people's traumas from the show, but he got it pretty bad. He got it bad when he chose Susie. He got it bad. I mean, he was in a real rough place. And we look at someone as how strong they are with their physicality. And I said this when I interviewed him. I said, were you working out to create a body that was as big and strong because it was the one thing you could control? And so often we can't control things on the inside, or at least we think we can't. So we try to control everything on the outside or outward appearance. How about both? How about let's just be the best version of ourselves by nurturing ourselves and being healthy. And I can see Clayton doing that. Gosh, I'm saying, I don't know if I want, I don't know if if we want a round two for Clayton on Bachelor, but boy, would I appreciate seeing him on Bachelor in Paradise if he's ready. And I think Bachelor in Paradise is going to be a wild one this year. Will we get Brandon? Will we get Serene? Will we get Clayton? Will we get Rachel Rackia? I mean, there for sure will be some mixing of exes going on, and that's what we love to see. All right, folks. Well, I'll be back tomorrow with more content. Thank you guys so much for all of your love, your generosity, your supportive words, for sharing the podcast, for liking it, rating it, reviewing it, and just being a loyal supporter. I appreciate you all more than you could know. See you tomorrow. I've been Dave Neal. This was Bachelor Rush Hour. Don't you wanna-